Welcome back to Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. And I mean, today we're going to start a series. We'll discuss our preview for NFL division. So today we'll do the East, doing the AFC and NFC East. So what we'll do is we'll kind of give our prediction of each team's record. We'll kind of give a team MVP, rookie of the year, and like breakout player. So we could kind of do it like that. So we're going to start off with the AFC East with the Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. So Jake, start us off with your uh, first place team. Yeah, I mean, this actually, I thought it was supposed to be a pretty easy pick. I mean, a lot of people are now going. I think I've seen a lot of predictions where everyone's really, really high in the Jets. Obviously, as a Giants fan, obviously, there's bias in there, but still. I don't think this is really a throw up. The, the Jets could have a great roster, but the Bills are so much sound. I think their schedule-wise is almost identical, and I think that the Bills just have the upper hand where like a Bills-Dolphins game is also guaranteed at home for the Bills. When a Jets-Dolphins game at home, the Jets can definitely lose that game. So I'm going to go Bills first place, and I'm going to go for big 13-4 and four for them. That's uh, I agree with you, Jake. I think the Bills are going to win the division. I have them at 12-5, and five, but I think it's going to be a very competitive division. Yeah. You know, it's a really talented roster. Obviously, you have a top top three quarterback in Josh Allen. I mean, the running back might be the only position on that offense that isn't, like, a really high-level position because, you know, obviously you have Stephon Diggs. Gabe Davis is really solid, too. And you have Dawson Knox and now Dalton Kincaid, which very dynamic, the tight end position. So I'm excited to kind of see how it goes with them this year. Well, but also I mean, for, for the running back, I don't really think that Every single good team needs a running back. When you're the Chiefs, who have won Super Bowls now back to back, and their running back was Pacheco and a Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So, a team like the Bills, if you could dominate on defense, your O line can at least just hang in, and you have an elite quarterback with at least an elite player, which they have stuff on digs, they can definitely easily have that type of record, at least. In the yeah, James, James Cook could also be a big yeah, factor. I think James, Cook, James Cook's pretty underrated. I mean, I think he's at least an upgrade from Singletary. I think Singletary sort of actually has struggled in the past for for at least in Buffalo. hasn't really been impressive. I think Cook, he, he has upside. I think he's a lot younger, which means that you obviously see his abilities with his athleticism and maybe his speed. But for second place now, obviously, this this should be the Jets. I mean, I have some bias where I, I actually like Miami. I like the Miami Dolphins a lot this year, and I think that I have the Jets right here at 11 and 6, but I also have the Dolphins coming in at 10 and 7. So, you know, I sort of have that overlay where not really sure who's going to come out on top, maybe for that second place. So I'm like, I'll go with the Jets. Yeah, for my second place, I I have both the, the Jets and the Dolphins finishing with the same record. I think the teams are very, like, even in talent. And, you know, obviously the Jets, they haven't had success in the past, but bringing in Rodgers, obviously. Uh, you know, you brought in Alan Lazard. You brought in some more weapons, Nicole Hardman. And, you know, that's a really good young defense, uh, obviously with Sauce Gardner as the main attraction on that defense. But I think they're going to be really solid defensively. It's just the O-line is a little bit of a concern for them. But they should still be a really solid team. And talking about the Dolphins, too, I think, you know, the, you have two – you probably have the two best receivers on one team in Hill and Waddle, which is a really good duo. And they they improved – defense a little bit but the defense going down Jalen Ramsey's going to be out for a little bit so that might be a bit of a concern in the secondary but you still have Zamian Howard so we'll kind of see how how the season goes for them but I have them both finishing at 10 and 7. Yeah I think the funny thing about both teams is that they're so similar both their O-lines are atrocious both have a quarterback coming off a season 
that wasn't what you expected and they sort of have to prove themselves this year. You have Rodgers, who's MVP two years ago, and all of a sudden last year has a thumb injury and really struggled in Green Bay. Tua, almost same thing with a different injury, was pretty awesome actually last year. And then he starts having the concussion, head injuries, and fell off. The Jets have a great D-line. The Dolphins have a great secondary. The Jets have a great running back room. The Dolphins have a great receiver room. It's almost identical in what they both have strong suits in two categories. Both are atrocious on the O-line, and you still have to see who will eventually really come out on top. So then that means last place for both of us are the Patriots. Um, I'm going to go. I don't think they'll have a winning record. I think that I don't think Belichick's on the hot seat. I think Belichick, if he wants to leave and retire, that's his choice. I don't think he's getting fired. If Even if only way gets fired, if they're really atrocious, which I don't think will happen. I think maybe, I don't know, their ceiling could be a 7-8 win team because Belichick, but I'm going to so, go 6 wins, 6-11. I think that's comfortable because they really just don't have anything special. Their defense is aging and really not a lot of bright lights besides Judon. Maybe Christian Gonzalez would be a nice sneaky pick in the first round that corner. Their receiving room is pretty, pretty bad. I think Ramondre could be good at running back. And the O-line is obviously always good in, in New England. But the one struggle is that even as an Alabama football fan, I, I still don't think Mac Jones is really that great yet. So that's really the biggest struggle is this quarterback. They have to find something that can work, help them get wins. Yeah, I'm actually, I actually do like the Patriots. I think they have a solid roster. Then again, this is a really competitive division. I, I see them going eight and nine. You know, they, their ceiling could be a nine, 10 win team, but that probably won't happen just considering the division they're in. But you know, that they, they brought they brought in a little bit to the offense. They brought in Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott will slot in next to Stevenson. They'll kind of they'll use them both a lot. And, you know, I think they could be a, a solid team, but I just don't really see, you know, them getting over the edge, obviously, with them being in a really competitive division like this. Yeah, so now I think we can do sort of a – we could do an offensive player, an offensive and defensive, like, MVP per team, and maybe we could – a rookie of the year per team, and then we could throw in uh, just an MVP of the division, I guess, something like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, so Buffalo, I can start off with my offensive and defensive and rookie of the year. I think for offensive player or MVP – it's going to be Josh Allen. I mean, obviously Stefan Diggs, but if I think the quarterback one has the upside and it's Josh Allen, he's a top, he solidified himself as a top three quarterback in the NFL. So just if he can do what he did last year and even he's running so well, just throw even better than he can really solidify himself as a better than at least solidify himself better guaranteed better than Burrow and Hurts. Obviously chasing Mahomes is tough, but he's definitely a top three quarterback in the NFL right now. So he's my offensive player MVP. And now going on defense, there are a lot of players on this defense that I think are solid players. Obviously, Von Miller's aging and is injured, so he's not going to get my thing. I think Micah Hyde's obviously a great safety. Um, I like some guys on his team. You know, Matt Milano is a good inside linebacker. Jordan Poyer is obviously a great DB. And Leonard Floyd, good pass rusher. I think Ed Oliver could definitely break out this season on the D-line, but for right now, I'm going to give my defensive player of the year to either Tredavious White or Micah Hyde. One's a great safety, one's a great corner. I'm going to go with Micah Hyde for now. And then at rookie of the year, um, Buffalo, I think this is pretty easy. I think that they have they sort of are looking at, at least in preseason, like they could use him as a tight end number one. I think that Dawson Knox is sort of just getting overlooked and hasn't 
wasn't amazing last year compared to the season before in touchdowns. I think Dalton Kincaid could be an elite pro- He's an elite prospect, great athleticism, and can really catch the ball. I think that he will either get the rookie of the year or their steal later in the draft with Osiris Torrance, who could be an elite offense lineman. Yeah, I agree with a lot of those. So going with my offensive MVP, I'm obviously going to go with Josh Allen. Like He could also win the NFL MVP. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he's finished close to number one the last couple of years, so maybe this is the year he finally gets over the hump there. On defense, like you mentioned, there's a lot of really solid players in that defense. Tredavious White, Jordan Poyer, Ed Oliver. But a guy I'm looking at to really take a step forward, probably be a pro bowler this year, is Greg Rousseau. You know, he, he's he been – he was very solid last year, took a step from his first year. He had eight sacks last year, not even playing the whole season. So if he could play the whole season and – you know, just improve a little bit. He could definitely be a Pro Bowl type player. But I don't know if he'll be the best player on that defense. You know, obviously, Tredavious White, if he's healthy, he's a really good cornerback. Uh, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, both really good safeties. So I don't know if there's one guy who really sticks out, but they just have a lot of solid guys on that defense. Yeah, I think now we'll do the Jets. I think we could do an offensive defensive rookie event. We could also just throw in maybe a player like Greg Russo. I'll start doing like a player's underlooked something, maybe for just for the team, like one player individual. But for the Jets, for offensive player of the year, I'm not going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. I think that he's just he's been so elite after that rookie campaign was just unbelievable. I think that now with Rodgers at QB, obviously Rodgers could be great. He could even be an MVP candidate. That MVP was only two years ago now. But I'm going Garrett Wilson for offensive. I think he's going to solidify himself as a top seven receiver in the NFL, can really break out and can become that Jefferson second year campaign where he becomes he goes off the charts and becomes a top three receiver. I think that's his upside. He's really that good. You know, for defensive player of the year on this team, obviously there's one answer pretty much. And I mean, there's one answer. It's Quentin Williams. He's a top five defensive lineman in the NFL and top three interior defensive lineman. Maybe the top two. I mean, he's he's so he's he really just shreds through offensive line, gets a ton of sacks really just pressure as a quarterback at all times and is actually pretty athletic for a big defensive lineman that he is. And then we'll do for rookie of the year on this team. I think that I I like Will McDonald. I think that was definitely a reach. I don't think he was projected to go that high or just, I didn't love him as a prospect. I think he's athletic, but didn't love the pick and other, other rookies they have on this team would be, um, I like Izzy Abanaconda, the running back. He's definitely going to get action. It's just that their only problem is that he's the third guy. So for rookie of the year, I'm going to go with the rookie center, Joe Tittman. I think that was a bit more conservative pick on Joe Douglas and the Jets' behalf, knowing that Tittman at Wisconsin was just a rock-solid offensive lineman. He's a he's a day-one starter, at least, and he can at least improve the Jets' line slightly. And then for that underlooked player, for the Jets, I'm going to go with John Franklin Myers on the defensive line or DJ Reed at defensive back, at cornerback. Both those guys on defense, very undervalued in the NFL. One gets a ton of pass deflections and a couple picks. And then Franklin Myers had a good amount of sacks and pressured the quarterback. And just because they have Quinn Williams doesn't mean that there can't be another guy alongside him that's doing well. Uh, so, yeah, so going to me with the MVP, I'm also going with Garrett Wilson. You know, he's kind of a game changer on offense. And I think he's going to have an even better year than he did last year. And also, if Brees Hall, you know, gets the amount of snaps he did before he got hurt last year, then he could definitely also be a guy 
who finishes with a really good season. And then moving on to defense, you know, I would probably also go with Quinn Williams. He's going to be great, but also Sauce Gardner, you know, he's already probably a top five cornerback in the NFL. So he's going to have a really good season. Uh, I mean, rookie of the year, I am going to go with Will McDonald. You know, he had a very solid college career. I mean, probably the main reason people a little like low on him is because he played five years of college. So he's a little bit of an older, older rookie, but he, I feel like that could translate better as he has more experience. And I think he could be, he's probably going to start. So I think he'll be really solid. And then getting an overlooked player uh, is Jermaine Johnson. You know, he was a first round pick last year. They traded to get a third pick into the first round to draft him. And, you know, he was really good at Florida State. And last year he didn't really get a lot of playing time. He was really raw, but I think this year he likely will start and he's going to be very solid. Yeah, so going on to the Dolphins, I think for offensive MVP, there's three. I think there's three answers. It's either Tyreek, Waddle, or Teron Armstead. I'm a big O-line guy. I think that obviously is the most valued part in the in the game besides quarterback but even given that I think Tyreek Hill is going to be my offensive MVP because I think he's going to go I think he's going to be unbelievable this year I think he he's trying to chase that 2,000 yard threshold and he definitely can he's that good if Tua can just get a little better at that deep ball and stay healthy and just give Tyreek the ball he you can see what he does he's he's a game changer and then on defense obviously Christian Wilkins is a great defensive lineman Javon Holland Jerome Baker even now Xavier Howard, but given Xavier Howard, I'm still going Jalen Ramsey, newly acquired. And he's although he is injured right now, so that could change who I would take. But if I were to take someone, it would be Ramsey or Howard. I think Ramsey's better, so I would take him, but he is hurt. So maybe Xavier Howard. It's either one really. For the rookie, they they have they took Cam Smith, I think, out of South Carolina. DB, who is very good. It's just the only problem is that he's gonna be slot slash third corner on the team which you know isn't amazing i think their deep their o-line is pretty atrocious there's no one that's really worth mentioning besides Toron armstead robert hunt's fine you know isaiah wins fine for rookies i think i'm gonna go with devon a chain because i think that the running back core in miami is not super strong i think raheem moster is gonna not get like majority carries i think they took a chain in the top three rounds i think i believe and Great prospect of good athleticism. I think he could stand out. And then for that undervalued player, someone under the radar, I am going to go with, on defense, I'm just going to go with Jerome Baker, or or I'm going to go Jalen Phillips. I'm going to go Jalen Phillips. Jalen Phillips is a really, really good pass rusher. Obviously, no one really saw it coming. No one liked him really until that rookie year. He absolutely shines, and I think this year he's going to be even better. I think he's just a great linebacker, edge rusher, can play on the line as well. And I think he'll have a good season. Yeah. So for my offensive MVP, I'm going to go with, uh, with Tyreek Hill, obviously probably a top three receiver in the league. And, you know, he was really good last year. Uh, and I think he could be even better this year. Obviously you mentioned he's chasing 2000 yards threshold. So maybe, or maybe not he'll get there, but my defensive MVP, I'm actually going to go with Bradley Chubb. You know, when he, when he is on the field, he's a really impact player and, you know, we saw what he did, you know, his first couple of years in Denver, he was really solid. You know, just last few years, he struggled with injuries a little bit. But if he puts together a fully healthy season, he could be really good. I mean, rookie of the year, obviously, they didn't they didn't have a lot of picks. as the, I don't think they had a pick until the third round. 
So looking at the rookies, it's not really a deep class. Mets and A-Chain, who they who was really fast. You know, he was the fastest running back in the draft. He could uh he could definitely get a lot of carries. So I guess I'll just go with him just because of the limited amount of rookies they have, but he could be a big factor in this offense. And I and I think, you know, he could be very successful in his rookie season. And then maybe one guy getting overlooked a little bit. Uh as you mentioned, Jalen Phillips, you know, he has been pretty solid uh his first couple years in the NFL. So hopefully he'll just take a bigger step over this year. And I guess I'll go with him. Yeah, and then to sum up the division, we got the New England Patriots <clears throat> for Offensive Player of the Year. Really, no, there's no stars on offense, at least. I'll give you that. I do like Ramondre Stevenson. The O-line has a bunch of solid players. Wenu, David Andrews, Trent Brown. Knowing that knowing that will really win yourself a best player in offense award, whatever you want to call it. I think Juju could have a good year. I'm going to go for Ramond. It really comes down to Mac Jones or Ramondre Stevenson. I'm going to go for Ramondre knowing that I know he's going to play all the time and will be good when he plays. And he had a great rookie year, so I'll take him. For that defensive spot, you know, Judon was obviously a top five pass archer in the NFL last year. I like Jonathan Jones, very solid corner. They brought him back. Um, you know, Jabril Peppers aging, not great. They have a bunch of solid guys on the defense. I think Christian Barmore is actually a very good interior lineman. And I think Christian Gonzalez is a good rookie. I'm going to take Matthew Judon once again, just coming off that type of year. I don't think he's going to have that far of a, of a down of a fall off. So it's, I'll take him. For the rookie spot, I'm going Christian Gonzalez. I think that he, can win the, he has a chance of winning defensive rookie of the year. I know there are a lot of DBs and Jalen Carter and Miles Murphy, Terry Wilson, but he is a great prospect and he was supposed to go like eight, nine, 10, 11, and he fell to 19, which I think is very surprising and he could definitely be great. And then for that guy that's being overlooked or someone that could be undervalued, I am going to go with either Kayshawn Boutte, who not sure if he's a rookie or second year man, but he's a receiver, was one of the top prospects out of high school going to LSU and was going to be supposed to be a top 10 pick before he got a terrible some terrible injuries at LSU, but they're looking to use him a lot. And then on defense, another guy that I think is getting overlooked, I'm going to go with Christian Barmore at on the interior line. I think he's definitely a top 15 defense line in the NFL, and no one's really realizing how good he really is. Yeah, so to start off with my uh, offensive MVP, I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson. You know, as you mentioned, there aren't too many, like, big profile guys on this offense. And, you know, Stevenson, he had a 1,000-yard season last year, so – think he could uh, carry that forward in this year and do even better. Uh, defensive MVP, I'm going to go with Matt Judon. You know, ever since he signed with them, he's just been getting better every year. The last two years, you know, he had he had 15 and a half sacks last year, which was his career high. And then moving on to rookie of the year, you know, there are a lot of they, – they had a really big draft class. You know, they took a lot of guys. I think Gonzalez is, is going to translate most to the NFL, like, immediately. So I think he'll be a really solid corner. As you mentioned, Keishon Boutte, you know, they're high on. And another guy who made the team as a six-round pick and was really good during the preseason was Demario Douglas uh, out of out of Liberty. And I think he'll be a big factor in this offense as well. And one other guy who's getting overlooked was their third-round pick, uh, Marte Mapu, who uh, was really high-valued by a lot of teams. You know, he fell maybe a little bit because of the competition he was playing in, but he was 
dominant at Sacramento State, and I the Patriots think he could really translate to the NFL. Yeah, so I mean that pretty much sums up the AFC East, and we'll be back with the NFC East. The one. And we're back with our friend Ben to do the NFC East predictions. Ben, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're ready. This is our favorite division. You know, he's a Cowboys fan. We're Giants fans. So, you know, some rivalry going on. So we'll do it the same way we did the AFC East. We'll give our our prediction like in order. And then we each go through the individual teams and talk about some players on each team. So I guess, Jake, you could start us off. Yeah, so I think first place is pretty easy unless you're a Dallas fan. So got the Philadelphia Eagles coming in at a, a respectable 14-3. You know, for offensive MVP, you know, there's a lot of guys that are very solid. Obviously, Kelsey and Johnson on the O-line, and then you got Jalen Hurts at quarterback with now running back. They have Swift, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, but I think Hurts is the pretty straightforward offensive player of the year on their team I think for defense since they lost CJ Garner Johnson it definitely opens up for some for more players but obviously I think that um Darius Slay is the pretty easy option he, or Hassan Reddick I, I like Darius Slay more just as a lockdown corner for the rookie for the Eagles I think Jalen Carter has a chance at winning rookie of the year on defense so he's definitely the best rookie on their team I think and then for underrated players, I think that are players that can break out this season. I think that Rashad Penny is going to get a lot of touches at running back. And then on defense, I think some players that are notable to look at are some players such as I think that Josh Sweat in the D line is very solid. Avante Max is a good DB. And that I like the Kobe Dean at linebacker this year or Jordan Davis on the D line could really be good. I mean, I'll, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I think it's going to be a closer division for the for, for the first spot than Jake thinks. I think the Cowboys are going to be a really good team, but I still have the Eagles. I think they're going to go twelve and five, and they're going to when I think they take a little bit of a step back this year, just because you know they lost some key players and lost both of their coordinators. So I think that could be another factor to why they uh why why they take a little bit of a step back from last year. Uh, I would say my offensive MVP is going to be uh is going to be Jalen Hurts as well. You know he's a very dynamic quarterback, uh, dual threat. So I think he'll be even better than he did last year, coming off uh contract extension. And then on the defense, you know they have a a, a lot of good players on the defense, and I think the bet uh the MVP will be Hassan Reddick. You know he was really good last year, and I think he'll. Do it again this year, and then also in the secondary of James Bradbury and uh, Darius Slay. Um, I disagree with both of you. I think obviously, I think the Cowboys are going to win the division. I think they'll go thirteen and four. Um, offensive MVP, I have to go Tony Pollard because he's going to get a lot of touches this year with um the new offensive coordinator. They're going to run the ball a lot, and I think Pollard could have a huge year. Um, on defense, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Micah Parsons, that guy is just not like he's, he's so good. Um, rookie, uh, Mozzie Smith is definitely going to be a big run stopper this year. And then, 
a breakout on offense, I would look for Jake Ferguson, the tight end, or uh, Jalen Tolbert, the receiver. And then on the defensive side, I would go Donovan Wilson or Oso Digizua. Yeah, so for the Cowboys, I have 13 wins, second place. I think that for offensive player of the year, I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb. I think that he's going to really just break out from the top eight receiver role to now probably a top five receiver in the NFL. And really, hopefully, Dak can stay healthy and not throw a lot of picks. And on the defensive side, Micah Parsons, you summed it up pretty nicely. For the rookie, I think that I like Mozzie Smith a lot more than Schoonmaker. I would have said um, Overshone from Texas, but I think he's out for a year. So same Mozzie Smith event for someone that can definitely have a breakout role this year for the Cowboys. I like on def- on the defensive side, definitely a fan of Don Wilson at safety. Um, definitely a fan. I think J.R. Kirst can really step out, make himself more known than he was last year, and though he was a very solid DB. And then on offense, if Michael Gall can actually stay fully healthy the whole year, he can definitely solidify himself. Or I like Tyler Smith having a nice breakout role on the one. Yeah, so for me, coming in uh, at second place is the Dallas Cowboys. I have them going 11-6. and six. Uh, One game behind uh, the one, – one game behind the Eagles. You know – the Cowboys, you know, they improved. They brought in Brandon Cooks. Uh, they brought in Stephon Gilmore to the secondary. They added to the D-line in the draft with Mozzie Smith. And talking about uh, the MVP of the offense, I think it might be CeeDee Lamb as well as, you know, Zach Martin is a very valuable player on the O-line as well as Tyron Smith. So I think, you know, they have obviously have one of the best O-lines in the NFL. So I think they bring a lot of value to the team and on the defense, uh, Micah Parsons is definitely going to be my defensive MVP. You know, I think he could win Defensive Player of the Year this year. He's just such a dynamic player. And also, Demarcus Lawrence will be good and Trayvon Diggs. Um, so in second place, I have the Eagles going twelve and five, one game behind the Cowboys. Um, offensively, I think Hurts will take a little bit of a step back without the offensive coordinator. Um, but I still think he'll be their MVP. I think AJ Brown is really, really good. He's gonna have a big season. Uh they obviously have the best O line in the league. Um defensive MVP. Hassan, definitely Hassan Reddick. That guy's so good off the edge. Um rookie, I mean, I think Jalen Carter is one of the favorites to win rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um Breakout players, um, I like Nicobe Dean. I like um, definitely Rashad Penny and DeAndre Swift can be very successful on the ground. And um, I just think Rashad Penny is going to be a good breakout. You know, third place is really, you know, third is the is really the best. So at eight and nine, you know, got the, the New York Giants sadly missing. Missing out in the playoffs, taking a little step back with their schedule being a little tougher. I think the floor is probably six, seven wins, ceiling, maybe nine wins. I'll step with seven or eight. But obviously, for offensive player of the year, you know, I would have said Saquon, but you know, when you have a top five left tackle, you sort of have to give it to that guy. So, you know, Andrew Thomas, you know, is just going to dominate on the line. But on defense, 
you know, it's pretty awesome when your nose tackle is top three in the NFL at his position. So, you know, Sexy Dexy is going to eat up some sacks up front, you know, because the Sexy Dexy should take over the gritty, as he says. Then, obviously, at the rookie position, you know, when you steal just a generational talent like Jalen Hyatt deep in the third round, it's, it's really surprising. But I would have said Jalen Hyatt, but when you also have this lockdown corner, you know, in the first round, Deontay Banks, I don't really know who to pick. So, you know, so I think we'll have a joint of dual, you know, offensive, defensive rookie of the year in the NFL worldwide with Mr. Mr. Banks. And then obviously for our underrated player for the Giants, um, there's, one of, there's a lot of players you could definitely throw in here. I think I'll stick to defense. I mean, offense, maybe Evan Neal can turn into an Andrew Thomas breakout second year, which I highly doubt because he was atrocious last year. And then on defense, you know, we have some guys that can definitely break out. I think Bobby Okereke can definitely step up. He had a great season in Indianapolis. Very good signing. Tackle machine. You know, on the D-line, I think the obvious one is just Kayvon Thibodeau. It's going to really break out. He was awesome at the end of the year. and It's going to become a real elite NFL edge rusher. I mean, that was a lot of talk right there, Jake, for a team you just said is going to get like seven, eight wins. But uh, I also have the Giants at third place. I have them uh, going nine and eight, but I could see them going a little lower than that just because of the, the tough schedule they have. But you know, talking about the offense, you know, I think that Darren Waller is going to be really valuable. I think he'll be more valuable than this offense than Saquon. Uh, I think that he's that type of threat. But obviously the most valuable player on this offense is Andrew Thomas, one of the best tackles in the NFL. I mean, talking about the defense, uh, I mean, Dexter Lawrence is one of the best uh, defensive tackles in the NFL. So having him is r- really good for the defensive line. And then they brought in Bobby Okereke for the – to help with the run stopping, which was an issue last year for them. Uh, I mean, rookies, I think the guy who makes the biggest impact would be John Michael Schmitz at center, as, you know, center has been a tough position for the Giants for the last few years. You know, last year they kind of had a rotating guy there, so you couldn't really find a consistent guy, and hopefully Schmitz will be that. Then underrated player, uh, I have Jason Pinnock, the safety. You know, he was a waiver claim last year, but – he started a bunch of games and he's projected to start this year. He looked really good during the preseason. So hopefully we could carry that into the season. Yeah. Um, and so my third and fourth place teams, I have them tied. I have both the Giants and the Commanders going eight and nine. Um, so I'll I'll, I'll do the Giants. Sam Howell is their quarterback. How are they getting eight wins? He's that a solid quarterback. He's a, he's a good quarterback. So he's I'll, I'll talk I'll talk about the commanders first just to respond to that. Um so I think their offense, right? I mean, Terry McLaurin, very underrated receiver. Two two good receivers, Jahan Dodson and Terry McLaurin, very underrated receivers. Uh, Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson are two solid running backs. And I think Sam Howell is very, very underrated. I think he could have a huge year. Um, and then defensively, that, that D-line is just kind of insane. When you have like Chase Young, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen, and Montez Sweat all on the same line i mean that's kind of scary to go up against um and then i like the rookie corner they drafted and then i like uh the safety cameron curl um and then my so my mvp on the offense would be terry mclaurin my mvp on the defense would be jonathan allen uh rookie i would go the first round pick emmanuel forbes and then a breakout player would definitely be uh jahan dotson Yeah, so, you know, incoming for dead last, we're going to go with 
the Washington Commodores, the Commanders, as they are called. You know, offensive player of the year would be tough when your quarterback is non-existent, but obviously Terry McLaurin has been smothered by mediocrity for his career with his quarterbacks not knowing how to play football, but obviously he stands out. You know, I think Jahan Dotson is also pretty solid. B-Rob, Alabama, pretty good player. I think their defense is so amazing, but just their offense, so beyond crap. But, you know, I I am a fan of my my man Jonathan Allen up front. I think he'll eat a bunch of sacks, and then he'll get, want a crap ton of money, and then he'll boot out of Washington because no one wants to play for the commanders. So then we got the rookies, you know, Manuel Forbes, first-round pick. I actually do like him. I won. I think I was down to him and Deontay Banks for the Giants for corner. So I think he's very, very solid. I think he'll have a good year. And then for Andre players, got to have my fantasy King Jahan Dotson. Got to throw up some nice 12-pointers. My flex position. May Sam Howell save him. And that sounded like a pretty casual take, like description of the NFL team right there. But, you know, moving on to my last question, I also have the Washington Commanders. I have them slotted in at eight and nine, you know, one game behind the Giants. But I think, you know, I think Sam Howell is a very serviceable quarterback. I think he could be a starter in the league for a bunch of time. I don't think he'll ever be like anything crazy, but I think he could just be a, a game manager type quarterback. Um, see, on the offense, I do think McLaurin will be the most valuable player on that offense. You know, he's a dynamic receiver, one of the best in the league. And I think with Eric Bieniemy coming in as a play caller, like, he, uh, I think the offense will be more explosive, uh, as you saw what he did in Kansas City. Uh, I mean, talking about the defense, I mean it's it's a solid defense. Uh, as as Ben was mentioning, you know they have a bunch of solid guys on the defense. Jonathan Allen, you know Chase Young in a big make or break year. They didn't take his fifth year option. He's been struggling with injuries, but you know when he's healthy, he could be a really solid player. I mean they drafted Emmanuel Forbes, who. Uh, Who's a pretty undersized corner, uh, very skinny, but he he should translate to the NFL, and he's he's very good in coverage. So commanders needed to improve their secondary, and I think that was a good pick from them. Um, so my fourth place team, which is also tied with the uh, commanders at eight and nine, is the Giants. Um, I think the Giants and the this whole division has a really tough schedule. Um, having to play the AFC East, but I think that the Giants just aren't there um like as a playoff team I think they're very close but I don't I don't believe fully in their offensive line outside of Andrew Thomas um but I think the MVP is obviously Saquon and I think Darren Waller is really good I think he's a top five tight end easy maybe even top three defensive MVP Dexter Lawrence um and then rookie I think Deontay Banks is gonna be really really good like a shutdown corner Perfect for um Wink Martindale system. And then I think uh two breakout players. One would be uh, Isaiah Simmons, who they just traded for. I, I'm interested to see how they implement him. And then um Kayvon Thibodeau, who should have a huge second year. And I I also forgot to mention another guy who's going to be a big role in the Giants this year is Trey Hawkins, who is a six-round pick this year. But it's a lot of the start at cornerback. So the Giants seems behind him, and hopefully he pans out. The triple I, Trey Hawkins, triple I. It's my, my guy. You know, hopefully that jersey comes soon because, you know, got to rock it out. You know, not a lot of people going to have that one. Agreed. So, so, a lot of people have a Trey Hawkins jersey, Jake. 
Trey Hawkins pretty tough coming off that, you know, six round pick, you know, been a lot of six round picks prior in the NFL that have been unbelievable. So, you know, when you're watching the next Tariq Woolen step in right now, just, you know, don't say that we didn't warn you. You know, he's going to be that good. Yeah, you did warn me. So, yeah, that's going to wrap it up. So, that's going to wrap it up. And, you know, see you in the next one. Thank you. Thank you.